How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. What is up, Will? What up, what up? Hey, we got another Sunday, another day of talking fights. Welcome, everybody, to Story of the Fight. My name is Romero. That is my boy, Will. This is where we talk all things mixed martial arts. Uh, today, we're going to be covering uh, UFC Fight Night in Mexico. Uh, we're also going to cover a couple fights from PFL. But before we do, I want to remind everybody that they can like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. goes a long way. And if you don't like watching, but you like listening, they got that option too, right, Will? Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, go to storyofthefight.com. You'll see all our socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, everything. Uh, it's easy. It's easy, it's easy to find easy. It'll also have our merch store. If you want that sick-ass shirt that Ramiro's wearing, you can get it there. For sure. For sure. All right, so do you want to just get right into it? Let's get into it. Look, we had UFC Fight Night Mexico. I was excited. That they were making it back to Mexico. I was excited that the card was stacked with a bunch of Mexican fighters as well. Uh, you know, overall, for the entire card, what grade would you give it? I would give this like a C plus. Okay. I think C that's plus. really fair, actually. I think that's really was, fair. It's either C or C plus. Okay. I you Not know great. what I was I was leaning towards maybe a B minus. And the only reason I'm saying this is because the main event and the co-main event for me really delivered. Okay. Yeah. You know, co-main was like, sick. Yeah, actually, you know what? Even feature bout, feature bout was sick too. Oh yeah. So Huber, so Huber? We'll get into it. Yeah. Right? So let, let, let's get into it. We'll start off with the main event. We had Brandon Royval versus Brandon Moreno. By the way, how tough was it at the end when they're reading off uh, and he goes like winner by mm-hmm. split decision, Brandon. And they both just kind of like, Oh, uh, yeah i mean the scorecards were all over the place too so you're like i have no idea who won this um oh all over the place i'll tell you what live um live scoring i thought moreno maybe edged it out i gave him rounds one and two and then five is like a it, it was a tough one to score honestly um but i i had moreno winning but not confidently and you could you could easily say Roy Ball yeah. won like not a robbery whatsoever anything like that uh I, I'll probably I probably won't rewatch this if I'm being honest but um <laughs> it, it was a decent enough fight but I'll probably not rewatch this I'm not mad at the decision at all um it, interesting game plan for Moreno in this one really surprising yeah yeah uh you know um uh, I gave rounds one and two to Moreno, and I did give rounds three through five uh, to Roy Ball, mm-hmm. and I love Brandon Moreno, man. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the game plan of uh, kind of sitting back, sitting back, waiting to counter as much as possible, uh, he had that big looping overhand right that he tried to mm-hmm. land a few times. He tried to land the overhand uh, left a few times, uh, which he did catch uh, Roy Ball a few times. Well, he cracked him. Well, if you watch Brandon Roy Ball, uh, you know, he um... – a lot of times he uses that tall man defense. So those looping big shots do land on him quite a bit. Kai Kara France rocked him with it. Bontorin, I think, was uh, was cracking him with it. Um, did they even fight? I don't even remember. Um, he's been hit with that a few times. And Moreno was landing it over and over and over again early. Um, he did fight uh, Bontorin. Um, but, you know, 
sitting back and trying to just do that, it's not going to work. Not at this level, you know? Yeah. And I think the first round, Moreno was very aware. We're in Mexico City. It's 7,000 feet. I don't want to gas. And then round mm. two, I thought he picked it up pretty well. And I was like, okay, this is this is Brandon Moreno. He's going to start. He's, he's in gear now. Uh, and he's feeling it. And then he just never really did. And on the flip side, Roy Vall made expert uh, reads with the knee up the middle. Because, you know, you have uh, Moreno ducking like this to throw those overhands. The knee is there. And Roy Vall already, he's so tall for the division, he can just bring that knee up. He did it against Nicolau, knocked him out. Uh, his knees have always been fantastic. Um and it's interesting because normally he looks for the knee and forces it. And that's where you can crack him with that overhand because he's on one leg. He's throwing a knee. He's standing upright. You can crack him with those overhands. But the other side is if you're throwing the overhand first, the knee's a good counter for that overhand. They're like play into each other on both sides. You yeah. know what I mean? Whoever's looking for the counter, whoever's starting it. Moreno really just threw that looping, arching uh, left hook, the overhand right to the left low kick. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, and especially after uh, who was it, safe uh, Sayud that made that um, mm-hmm. that read where he said, "Hey, just go to the well, keep on going with that overhand right to the left, to uh, left hook, or left leg kick or left leg kick." Yeah, yeah, yeah it, until he makes a read, and he that's that <laughs> he never was made the read. He, he just kept eating it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you know, and it was a, definitely different from what we've seen from uh, Brandon Moreno here in his last few fights. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think the big thing is um, Roy Vall. I need to rewatch their first fight, but it didn't last long, right? The first time they fought. That's when um, where uh, Roy Vall uh, messed up his shoulder. Yeah, round yeah. one, and it was a lot of grappling from Moreno. But I think the long southpaw just destroyed his game because the jabbing in the open stance is much harder. That's why he's leading with that overhand right, um, and he just never got behind his jab. He never. I don't think he even threw any jabs this whole fight. And I think it has more to do with some people are saying he's washed and all this stuff. I think he just was perplexed by a long southpaw. Sometimes it's as simple as that, you know? Um, yeah. But and, it, by the way, you mentioned grappling. Man, mm-hmm. seeing Roy Vol scrambles, scrambling, it is insane. So dangerous. Yeah. And, you know, props to Moreno for wanting to hang out in his guard, you know, or uh, yeah. still even trying to attack because there's a few times that Roy Val was just like spinning on his back and trying to catch his leg and he'd spin back and you see he goes for the triangle. It's just nonstop, man. Uh, so it, it's so much fun to watch mm-hmm. Roy Val off his back. Yeah, he's uh, he's super fun on the ground. He always has been when his shoulder stays in place. Um, and then speaking of, the first fight ends with the shoulder dislocation in round one from a grappling exchange. And this fight, round one, he throws a kick and probably tears something in his knee. And he's shaking it out the whole fight. He has him ice it in between rounds. They ask him, is it your foot? Is it your knee? He's like, it's my knee. Not they my put knee, the ice yeah. on his knee. And he's still just... And there was a couple times there were some grappling situations where Moreno would go for the single leg, the high crotch, and he'd raise that leg up. And now he's planted on the bad leg, and he's hopping, and he's twisting. And I was like, oh, please, I don't want to see it go out. I don't want to see that. And he, yeah. he stayed with it. He kept throwing it. He kept kicking. Uh, his one-two was good. You know, He never really... He found the knee counter, but then kind of ditched it. He never really made Moreno pay for those overhands, those reaching overhands. Moreno wasn't using his feet at all. He was just reaching with these punches, and he never really made him pay with, like, at one time he hit him with a good cross, like a pull counter. Um, that was nice. Um, but it was really just volume uh, that won him this one. I think he threw over 450 strikes at 7,000 feet. That's pretty nuts. Um, never really 
put sting on it other than a couple times. So ultimately, like I said, I'm, I'm never, I'm probably never going to rewatch this fight unless it's like Moreno is fighting another Southpaw. Let's see what he did against the last Southpaw and I have to refresh or something. But yeah. Or if you're a Southpaw, if he's fighting a Southpaw, I want to see like what can he do to make Moreno struggle. But I don't know. It was a decent fight. Uh, we got, I mean, comments. I think the, got... the story of the fight though was pretty much just the sheer volume, volume. and the sheer yeah. pressure from Roy Vall. And, and the takedown it was defense. Moreno in the, yeah, and the takedown defense, the fifth round, you know, you had Moreno that was like, uh, like Rich puts a picture up here. It was just clinching. Seemed mm-hmm. like he was, I, I don't know, just trying to control him up against the cage, seeing if he could win the round that way. Uh, Herb Dean was not having it. He's like, I'm, uh, I just came back from Thailand, dude. We're not doing this. <laughs> like, we don't have yellow cards, but I can break this up quick, dude. There was a point where he came Moreno in Bangkok clinched. ready, bro. Yeah, he's like, nah. Moreno came in for a clinch, pushed him up against the fence, and like one second, two seconds later, later. Herb's like, gotta work. And I was like, damn, dude, he thinks he's still at one. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. push the face, dude. Poor uh, Moreno's like, I'm in fucking Mexico City, Herb. I need a fucking <laughs> break, dude. <laughs> so funny. Uh, hey, I was here for it though. I, yeah, same. good job, Herb. Dude. Good job. Good job, yeah. Herb Dean. Uh, Ganskow <laughs> says, uh, fight card was mid. You can take the day off if you want. <laughs> so it sounds like Ganskow uh, probably get, gave it a C as well. Maybe C minus from Ganskow. Maybe C minus, yeah. Blunderbub says, yeah. I hate the way Moreno fights, so I gave him <gasps> no rounds. Yeah, this was a this was a different Moreno. This is not... This was different. This is not normal Moreno. I almost he thought he was like the... injured at some point. Yeah, he wasn't shrugging. He wasn't. He never got to feel himself. Yeah. That's why, you know? Um, oh, you know, that's a good way to, to look at it. Yeah, because he usually yeah. does... Once he gets into rhythm, yeah. yeah. Genevieve says, uh, I don't know how they scored the first round because no one did anything. Yeah. And, um, I think they gave him uh, the first round based off of the pop that he got when he walked out. They're like, oh, you know, nobody did anything. He had more uh, crowd behind him. Let's give it to him. First hey, round. shout out the walkout by Roy Val, by the way. Oh, my oh, really God, good. dude. Hey, El Rey, that? and he's like crying. And you're like, oh, dude. what's wrong? And then it switches to ODB, and I'm like, oh. Fuck yeah, dude, because he always walks out to ODB, and he walks out to El Rey, and I'm like, okay, it's cool, I feel it, but like, where's ODB? That's like, your raw dog. It's like, that's your signature, you know, it works with your nickname, and then it switches, and I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And I think I texted you and George, and I was like, dude, the walkout battle. emotion, though. I know. The emotion from Brandon Roy Vall as he's walking. I'm getting goosebumps right now, dude, just thinking about it. It was insane. Better than the fight. <laughs> <laughs> The walkout just, was better than the fight. There was more passion coming out for the walkout. Yeah. Ganskow like, says maybe open scoring can fix these guys constantly mm. fighting to a split. They've got to know it's close, but just go for it. Uh, but just go point for point. Yeah. It's no, no, I don't like that because then how else are we going to get 49 46 on one and then 48 47 on the other? And then. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up actually because I was a little crazy, up, right? I'm going to pull up the scorecards because they make no sense regardless of who you think won this fight the scorecards are fucking wild dude uh yeah. give me one sec here i have them up uh let's see and look i'm a moreno fan and when i heard the 49 46 right now i was like oh well rival looks at his coach is like what the fuck yeah but dude okay mike bell gives round okay. one to moreno that's a toss-up round it could go either way round okay. two i thought was very clear moreno uh uh-huh. mike bell gives it to rival round three I thought that's where the, st- the tide was turning. He gives it to Roy Vall. That's fine. Round four, Roy Vall. That's fine. Round five, Moreno. Again, I think, what do you like? Volume, you like power. I think it, one of the two. Uh, that's a that's a fine scorecard for Mike Bell. Um, except for round two. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah that is insane. Uh, Camillo was the one who gave it 49-46 Moreno. 
he goes round one Moreno, whatever, toss up round. Round two Moreno, that's fair. I, I have that. Uh, round three, uh, he gives to Moreno, which is crazy to me. I, I think that's the one halfway through the round. Roy, Roy Vall started throwing that open side kick over and over, and Moreno was just caught at the end of his jab and his kicks. I thought that was a clear Roy Vall round. Then he gives Roy, round four to Roy Vall, and then five to Moreno. Chris Lee gives rounds one and two both to Roy Vall. That's crazy to me. But then three to Moreno, which is also crazy to me. Then round four to Roy Vall, <laughs> and then five to Moreno. It's crazy, dude. So round All one, over the place. Round one, uh, both fighters got it on, on scorecards. Round two, both fighters got it on scorecards. Round three, both fighters won round three on scorecards. Round four, uh, all went to Roy Vall. And mm-hmm. round uh, five, all went to Moreno. What the hell? How is there that much? That's crazy. Discrepancy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hey, shout out H.O.B. Comer, who's joining us now. That's um, man, just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, you know, uh, H.O.B. Comer doesn't seem to think that open scoring will solve anything. And he likes what Mighty Mouse has suggested. Have the referee score in the fight, too. Mighty Mouse has some good takes, but sometimes I feel like refs aren't score like maybe it's because they're not scoring but they're so focused on making sure they have they already their job's too hard in my opinion already um just because most of the time they're not even watch they're not watching the fight they're just watching reactions they're just they're looking for specific things they're not paying attention to like the fight and how it's going necessarily um you should uh you should ask olivier cost i'll ask him yeah he's ask him see like, what he says no he's like i don't yeah. want to score fights <laughs> Uh, Blunderbuff saying the crowd fight was better than the main event. Sweet KO. KO two people. Yeah, that was awesome. You see Dana at the press conference was like, they asked him about it. He's like, that was fucking crazy. He's like, I've never seen anything like that. The the security just like didn't do anything. They let it go. Play out. (laughs) Gentlemen's agreement. Let them be warriors out there, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dana's like, let him go out of the field, dude. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, uh, but yes, hey, shout out Blunderbuff. That's a good point, man. That crowd was wild. And the entire yeah. night, man, there was a good crowd. Oh, yeah, you go to Mexico City. It's going to be awesome. It's awesome every time. But yeah. is there anywhere else we could go in Mexico? Can we just not go to Mexico City? I, I The crowd's great, but we shouldn't be having fights at 7,000 feet. That's too high. This is too much. They didn't have anybody above lightweight in this car, in this whole entire card because they're like, yeah, no, we're not doing that again. We're not having heavy yeah, waiting for Elon to take us to Mars, bro. And then I'm like, let's get a UFC fight night Mars, bro. Let's <laughs> yeah. do this. Uh, Ganskow saying Tijuana, maybe. That'd be tight, dude. That'd be wild. HOB Comer, give them all EPO. I mean, hey, some say they might already. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But hey, uh, fun um, main event. I, I it was, enjoyed it. it, it it was fine. It sucks to see Moreno lose. I'm a big fan. Um, he's got to do something about fighting South. If that's all it was, if there was no injury or anything like that, like you got to be able to, because normally he's punches and bunches, mixing up that body kick to, you know, like his jab is fantastic against Figueredo, things like that. Like he the fought this fight like Figueredo. Kai Kara France. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was opposite, right? He, sh- he shifted in so he could do the left body kick, which wouldn't be there for a Southpaw. But no, but I'm saying the way that he mixed it in. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, he was a lot more creative with his striking in that one. Yeah, HLB Comer saying people say he broke his hand at the end of the round, maybe because, like, it was it was a baffling performance, if I'm being honest. Like, yeah, it, it was weird. It was like, when's he gonna kick it in? And it's almost like, did he misjudge the cardio, thinking, like, okay, I'll turn it up 
midway through the fight and then couldn't and was like, and he was like, Oh wait, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) maybe. I don't know. It was weird though. Um, Yeah. But yeah, uh, Roy Val, he's calling out Pantoja. They cut to Pantoja. He goes, oh, and five. That was pretty tight because he's beaten these guys five times now. The, the, both guys in the main. That was pretty gangster, actually. Oh, and five against him. Um, yeah, yeah, but then I, it was I, like, I, it was like flipped around because he was like, dude. And then he's like, yeah. <laughs> like he had to show the camera like, no, the five is me. Five is me. Yeah, their own five, not me. He seems like a character, dude. I love Pantoja, dude. Did you see the video of him eating tacos? No. No. Okay. So there's they do this video, Tracy Cortez dying piece, by the way, and they have her testing out in attendance. Awkward. They have her testing out tacos (laughs) blindfolded, and they have to guess what kind of like meat it is, right? So they give her like tacos al pastor, asada, like all the good stuff. She's guessing them. Do they give Mm. Pantoja like (laughs) like ant larva? They give them like worms. They give him like all the most random shit, and he downs every single one. And he's like, "Delicious!" He's like, like, <laughs> it didn't matter what it was that he downed him. It was so funny. You gotta watch Damn. that video. It's hilarious. Damn, that's brutal. Yeah. How do you gotta do the champ like that, dude? I don't know, that's dude. But he, up, he was dude. downing him without any problem. All right, man. But uh, anything else on the uh, main event? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe they do Royval versus Albazi. That was he was he filled in for Albazi. It was funny. Royval was like, "Yeah, I took the I I said I'll be the backup because I thought I was gonna get a free vacation in Mexico." And then they called me and said I had to fight. And I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe uh, they'll do Royval versus Albazi because you don't go you don't do Royval title shot right away. You can't. And Moreno, yeah. maybe you rematch with Kaikara France or Nicolau. Oh, maybe do they're starting to get messy. To fight. Yeah, he's supposed to fight Cobb, and that couldn't happen. So maybe Nicolau gets a bump to fight Moreno. And then there's rumors that Kyoji Horiguchi's coming back. But I feel like if Kyoji comes back, that's just like immediate title shot. So it doesn't really matter. He shouldn't have to mm. fight anybody. He should go straight to the belt. Um, we'll see. All right. But let's just, right. you know, keep it moving, please. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go on to the, uh, the co-main event, man. A lot of people were looking forward to this fight more than the main event. Some people say uh, which, it's the people's main event. Yeah, which is saying something, right? Uh, but we yeah. have Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez. Man, going into this one, I, you just knew this was going to be a banger, bro. I was worried because it's been so long since Ortega fought. And he's already kind of – his defensive boxing is very rudimentary. Um you know, like he he kind of relies on his chin to land his shots, and like that's a dangerous game to play against Yair Rodriguez. Um, but like you know, Ortega's last win, dude. Like, not only was he out for a while, but the last time he won was against the corpse of Korean Zombie, the zombie of Korean Zombie in 2020. That's the last oh. time he won. Wow. So it's like it's crazy that he's going straight back to Yair, especially when Yair subbed him the first time. It's kind of crazy that they rebooked this, but you know, I was like, this is not a good fight to come back for. And then he walks out and I'm a big Ortega fan because I used to watch Ortega when I was like, you know, I must've been 14 watching him on the Gracie vlogs before he was even a fighter or anything. Cause I would watch Henry Gracie's vlogs on YouTube, like daily. That's hilarious. And, uh, Sometimes he would have to fill in and, and do it, and he was probably like 17 or something like that. Um, so I've been a huge fan of, of Ortega for the longest time. There's been some questionable things throughout his career, for sure, but I'll, I'll always be a fan. But 
So I'm like, damn, dude, this is not the fight to come back to. And then he walks out and then he <laughs> he's fucking jumping like Betch Cohea out there and fucking twists his ankle all gnarly. And you're like, this is not this is already not going to go well early on because, <laughs> you know, you got ring rust. You got to shake it out. You got to get get in there. Not a very good fight to be doing that in because Yair's an active sniper within the first 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then he rolls his ankle and you're like, no, this is worst case scenario for my boy. Uh, and then it played out like that for a little bit <laughs> because Yair is smoking him. I mean, everything but the kitchen sink, Yair. And he's so sharp, dude. He's so much fun to watch. When he's going offensive, he is so fun to watch. You could uh, tell that he took advantage of that ring rust too in the very beginning because he did so look a little quick. sluggish in the beginning. Uh, you know, you, you could see that. Yeah, Ortega. You could yeah. see that he still had the hand speed, but the timing, the timing is what was off a little bit, right? So, yeah. If you're Yaid, absolutely. Those first minutes, you are pressing, bro. You're pressing. Yeah. Also, if you are on the other side of the octagon and you see old boy over there jumping up and down and he rolls his ankle, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm coming after that calf, bro. I'm coming after that leg Dude, right off the was, bat. <laughs> there was he, – he went down three times in round one, right, Ortega? Was it three times? I think it was three times because he got dropped Jeez. once, got back up and dropped immediately, and then – Ended up getting back up again and then dropped later on in the fight. I don't think that, or later on in the round, I don't think HLB Comer asked, uh, did he talk about the ankle in the post fight? Was it injured before? Uh, He did talk about the ankle. He said that uh, he didn't mention it being injured before. He just said he was jumping up and down or whatever. And he Mm -hmm. rolled his ankle landing there. And he was like, oh, damn. Yeah. And he was like, fuck. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I already have all these demons about coming back. There's 20,000 people here going crazy. There's elevation. I've got all these things in my head, and then I roll <laughs> my like, ankle. No, please, no, please. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Yair, so I think Ortega went down three times in round one, but only credited Yair with one knockdown. And I think that's because two of the times it was the leg giving out. There was a couple times where he went down that I was like, oh, no. And I was worried that we were going to see, like, as he goes down and the leg swings, that, like, the, the foot's, like, flopping or something you know i was like uh, each time oh, he went down i was like rough, please yeah. please be an actual knockdown and not his legs snapping um but yeah yair is just running through him in that first round um, and ortega, picture, by the way yeah ortega is up to god saying why staring up at the heavens bro ortega's like god i thought you had me in this one <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no bro. yeah uh, Blunderbub says suspicious amount of accidental leg injuries last night was the floor fucked up. I mm. think that I think maybe the gap between the mat and the fence was was larger than usual because Moreno got stuck in it the very first fight. Someone tore their MCL on it. Uh, like um, there was also a fighter Barcelos maybe when he was leaning down against the cage. Mm-hmm. I noticed he was able to slip his fingers in there and pull. So he didn't grab the cage, <laughs> well, but he, he like legit too. pulled his finger or put his fingers in between. I was like, I've never seen that before. Like just yeah. in between the the mat and the the cage, it was interesting. Yeah, uh, but yeah, back to this um, round one. Uh, you have forty five to six significant strikes in favor of Yair. Um, good takedown from Ortega in the first round. Uh, some say that saved him from the ten eight. I disagree. I feel like that should have definitely been a 10-8. Shout out Mike Bell. Like Ganskow says, Oprah with the 10-8s, giving out the 10-8 to Yair, and then the 10-8 to Ortega in round two. I'm here for it. Um, because that round, round one, 
should not be scored the same as round one of Moreno versus Royval, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that, those shouldn't count the same towards winning a fight. Um, so yeah, I, I thought, I mean, he almost, he's dropped him good at one point where he fell, he got back up, up against the fence and he caught him again and he drops like a sack of potatoes and you're like, Oh shit, it's gonna be a long night for T city. Um, but, By the way, hey, those uh, shots to the body, uh, Rich putting the picture up oh, of Yeager's knee to the chest. So at this point, Ortega's no- nose was already bloodied up, right? Yeah. And you see the blood on Yeager's like, uh, thigh and the arm, and that's from yeah. him hitting Ortega. And Ortega's – yeah, Ortega just <laughs> spraying him with blood after that. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he's knocking all the wind out of his body. He he fired off like four knees in a row to the body. I, I thought Brutal. for sure Ortega was going down. <clears throat> Cause he's tough as nails, and he's getting he's taking headshots and stuff. But like, your body doesn't do that. Your body's like, I'm. I don't care how tough you are. I'm done, and we're gonna we're gonna seize. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna seize, and you're going to go down. But Ortega, that Modelo fighting spirit, dude. He's brewed for fucking greatness. You know what I mean? He had a choice, um, and he said, "I am not gonna lose this fight in front of Tracy Cortez." I have to win this. You can't go out like a chump, dude. Like you got your ex girl, dude. You got your ex girl there. You got old girl there. You know, you got new girl yeah. there. And I think uh, old, I think new girl is old girl. I think that's, that's what his, I'm saying. Uh, baby mom. I, I'm and pretty now, sure because the kids look a lot like her. Well, you know, he said in the post pride that he's that he's 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 like, oh my wife, I'm married, blah blah blah. I'm like, what? But I'm pretty sure it's his baby mama, which is cool. You know, that's you know, yeah. The uh, the prodigal son returns, huh? Yeah, he had his fun with Tracy Cortez. He comes back, and now he's a changed man. All that stuff. The Bible. Good for him, um, dude. Good for him. But good for him also because the second round, much better takedown. Uh, look, he's fighting Yair, right? Yair's not known for takedown defense, but his entries looked a lot better in this fight than they mm-hmm. have in the past. He's really struggled with takedowns, like every other jujitsu player out there, like Mackenzie Dern. Like takedowns are very hard, but he's working in the trips, very jujitsu style, right? But in the second round. He gets a takedown, and Yair's like, I have to jump guillotine, otherwise I'm going down with nothing. And yeah. you're like, it's like, dude, you're not going to. He already subbed Yair one, or subbed Ortega once. He's not going to get him with a choke, though, especially not a guillotine. For a second, I thought Ortega went out from the guillotine. Because oh, and his arm went limp? His right arm. I was like, yes. no. <laughs> and, and the ref wasn't really watching. Mark Goddard wasn't really on it. And I was like, dude, is he out right now? Just fucking still getting choked? Like, this this is not going to be good. And then he posts up, and I was like, thank fucking God. What he was doing was blocking the hip from Yair so that he couldn't turn and get the, the right angle on the guillotine. But it looked bad uh, it for a second. Um, for just like one second. But it was the longest second of my life because I was like, are we going to watch someone get killed in here? Um, <laughs> but then he gets, out of the, he gets out of the guillotine. And then... Yeah, he was hitting him with some sick ass hammer fist from the bottom, like oh. uh, Nico Price. He he, yeah. he extends his legs with the knee shield, leans back, and then bam, fires off some nice hammer fist. And I was like, dude, Ortega's also getting fucked up from the bottom. Like, what is going on here? Uh, and then Ortega was like, oh yeah, uh, I'm on top, and gravity's on my side, <laughs> and starts dropping elbows, splits Yair, uh, cut him up, cut him up right right across the bottom of the cheekbone or the top of the cheekbone. And they give him a 10-8. Mike Bell gives him a 10-8 for that round. Because it was really, um, it was four minutes of top control from, from T-City and uh, and did some good damage with it. That's a 10-8, in my opinion. Um, HLB Comer says, for some reason, Yair has zero urgency to get back up. I'm having suspicions 
Uh, he is one stupid mofo. I wonder if he was like, I subbed him once, I'll sub him again. He subbed him once. He subbed Josh Emmett. <clears throat> He's he could be a little tricky off his back too, but mm-hmm. dude, don't it's don't try to tight. push your luck, man. Don't push your you luck. Know, this is but also after the end of the first round, Ortega ended up end of that round on top, right? He had, he took him down. He ended up on top. I think Yair might have also been a little gassed from Mexico City because mm. maybe he was just like, I can't because you know the flash he went out the window at that after that point. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe he gassed a little bit. Maybe he was comfortable thinking I could sub him again. Um, he was throwing his legs up pretty actively. Um, but yeah, no urgency to get up for sure. He was up against the fence. Not once did he try to like wall walk back up. Um, <laughs> second or third round. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say Blunderbub's so funny because he says, ironically, Goddard would later care very much <laughs> about the joke. joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, shout out Tosi. He says, yeah, rear. Um, but <laughs> round three, uh, and you're like, this is a fight. We got ourselves a fight here. Ortega's yeah. back. Ring rest might be gone here. Um, round three, not one strike landed from Brian Ortega. Uh, just kidding. There was one. It was uns- It was not a significant, not one significant strike in round three. But he didn't need to because he clinched him up, got that single leg, got the dump. Really cool trip. Um, very similar to Marab's trip against Henry Cejudo that he landed a couple times. Um, got the single leg, steps around with the right leg, hooks the hooks the posting leg. Takes him out, right? Immediately goes to mount. Hits him with a nice little elbow. That is the one strike that landed. Gets Yair to go, oh shit, don't yep. want that. And then sinks in the choke. Fucking beautiful, dude. The, yeah, Elbows that sequence was amazing. If you go back and you take a look at the second round, and you take a look at the way that he was trying to find a way to land that elbow because Yair kept on doing this to block yeah. over and over. So he kept on trying to bring in the, uh, the elbow from different angles. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was a read. I, I really do think that he saw that the entire time in that couple second round. He, and, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say a couple times he elbowed him straight to the throat, dude. And I was like, yeah, oh, he was God. getting what he could get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Brutal. And I think he made that read and going into the, the third round, as soon as he saw that arm go up again, he's like, oh, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Easy peasy. And, uh, he's like, T-City can work for triangles and arm triangles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's it kind of reminds me of uh Duplessis versus uh Robert Whitaker, where um he got him into that half guard and um uh Whitaker would go for the underhook and he'd go for the choke and then he'd ditch the underhook to fight the choke and then he'd start dropping elbows and then once he'd go to block the uh elbows, like it, it was just elbow to choke, elbow to choke, elbow to choke. Every time he would go for the underhook, he would leave himself open and vice versa. Um, and this was like on a much smaller scale because Ortega is way better at submissions than Drickus, where he didn't really have to do that back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes it's like the fourth attempt is where you get the submission. Ortega just needs one entry, dude. He's so good at finding that. And he gets the arm triangle. Yair turns away from him, which is like rule number one, never do that. Um, more so in the gi, right? Because you can it gives you leverage for, the, for a, a choke, but... You don't want your chest facing away from the guy. Ortega just hops around the side, knees to the back, and then crunches. And you're like, dude, there's no way he's no way getting out of this. It was brutal. Dude, it was so tight. Not even Mark Goddard get him off of there, dude. Oh, my well, God. Well, he someone asked him about that because he holds the choke. He taps. Yeah, your taps. 
Goddard is trying to stop him and pull him off. And he's just holding it. And eventually he gets off and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa I'm so sorry. And they asked him in the post-fight press conference, like, what was that about? And he was like, dude, they're like, was it just because, you know, sometimes you get in a submission, like belly down arm bars. We've talked about it before where, you know, they tapped, but it's hard to let go of it because your whole weight is on the submission, on the lock, whatever it might be, that it's hard to like get out of this position. Um, And I thought maybe that was the case. Maybe his arms were stuck or something. But what he said was, he's like, yeah, I got kind of sick. My ears, my cauliflower ears, like were swollen, and I, I like have I've been having trouble hearing, and probably because of the elevation too. He's like, I've been having to like pop my ears over and over and over again, and I, when he sunk the choke, his own shoulder was on his ears too, and he's like, I just couldn't hear anything, and I just was zoned out, so I couldn't, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Plus, he's also probably concussed from that first round. Like uh, a little bit. Yeah. So it's just like, you know. Well, I, I think from the outside, I thought about I people, too. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, Yaid, like when he taps mm-hmm. and then kind of like stopped tapping. And then Goddard first came in with his like left hand, like to tap on him yeah. to be like, yo, let go. Like, do you think he was like, oh, he's still tapping and Goddard has gone me off of him yet? Or could be. He didn't say that, though. You go until said, they actually stop you, right? Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, we're going to talk about a fighter who has done that in the past where they do the fake tap and then you let go of the submission. And they're like, no, I didn't tap. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. Um, he said it was just Brian his Paul Harris and... Ortega. Dude, that guy was a savage, dude. Oh my god, dude! Get out of there, Alan. Ripped his head out. One of my favorite fights ever: him versus Alan Belcher and Joe Rogan. <laughs> fully ditches commentary mode and is a hundred percent rooting for Alan Belcher halfway through. <laughs> so you can't funny. stay here. Get out of here, Alan. <laughs> oh, uh, Genevieve saying, uh, "I feel like the grappling uh, the entire night was a little wacky. I mean, between." What I saw just in the Moreno fight, too, with Roy Val and, you know, how yeah. crazy you can get. Uh, but, yeah, there was a few things that were a little wacky for sure. Barcelos had some crazy grappling. Aguilar versus uh, Mateus was also pretty wild. Um, yep. Chires versus uh, Lacerda was baffling as every other time they tried to fight. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, there was some there was some weird grappling. Um, but we can move on. Yeah. All right, What's man. What's next Let's with on. He's back in the top. Everyone's like, he can't sit on the ranking this long. And I was one of those people. But then he comes back and beats Yair, finishes them. And then you're like, oh. And then there's a new champ. And then, I don't know. Maybe Throw they do him, him versus uh, Evloev, maybe. Give me Topuria versus Ortega. Screw it. Like right a away. band-aid, dude. Just what about Evloev? Nah, dude. Just rip it off like a band-aid. Just put him back in. Man. It's now <laughs> yeah, or never, I think, dude. I think He's 33 Ilya years old. Him, dude. He's 33 years old. You He's know what happens years. in two years? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. man. We'll go uh, Daniel. Zell Huber versus Francisco Prado. Argentinian Drew Dober, Francisco Prado. Oh, y'all um, seen the exact same thing last night. I need to see them fight. I need to see them two fight because they look they're identical. Um but <laughs> even the build. Very yeah, similar. they look very similar, dude. Uh, but yeah, this fight, I think Zell Huber is a future champ. hundred percent. I've been high on him since he since he joined the UFC. He hasn't maybe had those like lights out performances that people might want him to have to like take notice, but like the things he's doing is like very, very good, very high level. That like, and he's still putting it together, right? Like, he's only he's 24 years old. Um, he has one loss, and the guy is sharp, dude. He is sharp, and he's still learning, right? He's only 24, so like, if you're not impressed with him because he's not getting crazy finishes or anything like that right now. 
that's fine because he's still figuring it out and putting things together. And in this fight, he looked fucking impeccable because Prado's dangerous, dude. Prado's super dangerous. What has he done so far? Uh, HW Comer says, future champ, let's calm down, all right? He's been beating up little people. That's everybody in his division, though. They're all little people. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so funny. Dude, he's what? Uh, six foot one at lightweight? They're all going to be little to him. You know, there's yeah. only a couple guys who are as big as him and lightweight. Um, his grappling's good. He just got an anaconda choke, I think, a couple fights ago, maybe last fight, whatever it was. Um, but his awareness, his movement, his fight IQ is fantastic, dude. Fantastic. He's calm under fire. There's This guy is a future contender for sure. Maybe not future champ, but for sure future contender. He's only 24 years old. Yeah, and to your point, I believe it was the last He's fight against uh, Christos. Jogos. Yeah, 11 years. He's 11, 11 years, years to become him. champ. Islam is yeah. not going to be around by the time he gets to the belt. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I think this guy, the sky's the limit for this guy. Um, but going into the fight, the first round, as we cut to a picture of him expertly rolling with a shot. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, but Prado, he's got those nukes in his hands, right? Um, and he's coming in. Uh, the left hook is money. The overhand right is money. He's the one that knocked out Atman Azatar uh, early. And everyone's like, holy shit, this guy. Um, but his footwork was doing the thing. His his ring craft was fantastic. Prado, uh, he was, you know, he was cutting the cage off perfectly, being like keeping himself in the fight despite being so much shorter and having so, uh, such less reach. Um, and the commentary was like, Prado, everything he's doing is amazing. Oh, my God. But really, Zell Huber was rolling with a lot of those shots, and he was sticking them with that jab and just setting up the later end of that fight uh, from the get-go. Um, he ate some big shots for sure, but never was he out of it. Uh, I mean, even in this picture, you can see he's he's still looking at Prado somehow. You know, Yeah, like, out of the corner of his eye. Yeah, like he's still very much in this, uh, which looks like a knockout blow, uh, but he's there. And... I'm I'm just so impressed with Zell Huber, dude. Especially towards the midpoint of this fight, it was stick and move, and just expert shot selection. Um, if, if Prado was coming in, he it's just a stiff jab to intercept him, the cross maybe, and then if Prado stopped, it was like jab, left hook, uppercut, outside. Like it was just beautiful work, dude. Kicks like the calf kick was money. His own shin was all fucked up from calf kicks. Uh, he, he just looked fantastic. This was like an early performance of someone who's going to be great, I think. Yeah, and uh, hey, props to Prado. Super tough. Uh, landed some shots himself, too. Um, but, uh, you know, Eric Nixick in that, uh, was it after the end of the first round, where he says, hey, you're doing good, but you need to work off the jab more. Like, mm -hmm. he can't beat your jab. And, dude, he just jabbed his face off for the next, Literally. you know, two rounds. And uh, to your point, warning, by the way. <laughs> yeah, to your point, he would mix it in after the jab. You know, and uh, like there was one where he like lands a jab, takes a step back, and he kicked him right in the face. Yeah, like the front the, kick, the, dude. Oh, oh my god, god, so good! At the, at the end of the second round, he front kicks him, and Prado's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, Cal says Dober versus Prado. I think if if Prado won this fight, I would be calling for Dober versus Prado a hundred percent. I'd be like, I'd be all over it. Uh, I do really want to see that fight at some point, just because it'd be fucking awesome. It'd be insane. Uh, I just don't think he's like quite there yet. Um, but, you know, like you said, uh, Zell Huber, once he started finding that rhythm, 
by the end of this fight, Prado was reaching with every punch he threw because all he had left was uh, uh, hoping for an, a big knockout shot, like a one-punch knockout. Because at that point, Zell Huber was circling. He was resetting. He was pulling him into his jab, pulling him into his cross. The kicks were fantastic. And by the end of the fight, Prado was just fucked up. And then <laughs> after the second round, they're like, I don't give a fuck. You don't need your eye. Like, you know what? You don't need your eyes. Like, <laughs> get him up against the fence. You won't even need your eyes. And it's like, damn. Yeah, it was so funny. And then uh, was Dom Cruz is like, yeah, eyes are overrated. Eyes are overrated. Yeah. <laughs> I was just waiting for somebody to be like, as Michael Bisbing. You yeah, where's like, Bisbing on this one? Bis we yeah, need oh, Bisbing. That would have been so classic. But yeah, that Dominic was – uh, Dominic Cruz was all right last night. I'll yeah. give him that. Yeah, there yeah, was, was pretty good. He fucked up in the first fight when uh, Homeboy broke his or tore his knee immediately, and he was like, "He set that up." To be honest, and it's like, no. <laughs> Get him. He, he says, uh, "I can't believe the doctor let him keep going. Perfect timing because this is the doctor right here. <laughs> he cannot see out of his right eye." And the doctor's like, "Well, I know you can't see my finger right now, but what if I pull the lid down? Can you see it now?" <laughs> We're yeah. good. Just yeah. let the lid go and it closes He's back like, up. Okay, so while you're fighting, just make sure you're holding your eye open so that you can see. <laughs> so funny. Look and then his he's like, face too. he's like, how's your nose? And he's like feeling his nose. And it's like, oh, it's no, fucked it's, up, man. It's broken. Yeah, why are you even asking me that? And he's like, <laughs> he's like squeezing it. If I were Prado, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? That hurts. Like, and it doesn't help at all right now. <laughs> he grabbed the bridge like, again. It's like, dude, this <laughs> yeah. thing moves right now, just so you know, Prado. Like, he like, <laughs> he's like, hey, Prado, I'm gonna reset this real quick. The fight's not over. You're definitely about to get punched in it again, and you're gonna need to reset it. But I'm a poor doctor. Prado, man. Poor Prado. <laughs> that was rough. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was it for the fight, man. So Huber looking fantastic. Prado, that's only yeah. his second loss. He's twelve and two now. 12 and 2. He's still he's still dangerous. No matter who he fights, he's going to be dangerous. So I'm I'm here for it every time he fights. 100%. All right. And this is where we uh, start skipping fights now so that we can uh, get through as many as possible. Yeah, we're 40 minutes uh, in here. We talked about three fights. I know, dude. But those were the fights that we had the most to, to talk about on, right? So Everything uh, was pretty quick. We had uh, Manuel Torres versus Chris Duncan. Chris Duncan comes out there, cracks him immediately. And you're like, oh, no. This is going to be a quick one. And Torres is on skates, right? Um, I know that's your favorite, right? The face paint, the weigh-ins. That's your boy right there now, huh? Yeah, but do it right, dude. <laughs> Not just but on do the it side right. of the, the cheek? No, like you, you – okay, like if you had a picture of Paul Craig right now mm -hmm. and, you, and then you put a picture of this guy next to Paul Craig, you're like, this guy half-assed it. Duncan, do it right. Yeah, yeah he's like cosplaying as Paul Craig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he cracks him quick, unlike Paul yeah. Craig. Paul Craig doesn't crack anybody. Duncan no, no, no. lands that. I think it was like a big right hand. Torres is on skates. Um, he shoots it. Uh, Tosi says, did you skip the Rosas fight? Oh, wait. My bad. Hey, <laughs> Tosi on the warpath against Rosas. Yeah, I know. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're clinched up against the fence. Was this the one where Torres um, – I think it was this one where Torres uh, – yes, okay. He goes for that Kimura lock and mm – -hmm. Duncan's like, I got to do something about this. So he tries to like lift out of it and he just takes it over him and <laughs> ends up taking him down with it. It was fucking sick, dude. Just elevates the arms, has him completely occupied, focused yeah. on the arms, and then just fucking takes him out from under him. That was awesome. Really cool. And down. that was pretty much it because after that, he was able to sink in the rear naked choke. Immediately. Yeah, I think that's another example, Jennifer, you mentioned earlier, some of the weird grappling. You don't see this too often, you know, where you go from no. that Camaro to the takedown like that. Yeah. Remember when uh, Andrade, 
uh, Rose got that Kamora lock on Andrade up against the fence, and it worked to stop a takedown. And then she did it mm. the second time. And then uh, was it DC or was it Dominic Cruz? I was like, no, you can't. And because <laughs> Andrade is like about to lift her up, and he's like, you can't lift here. You can't lift here. And then she just fucking tosses her around. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's so funny. Um, By the way, DC could also stand for Dominic Cruz. Just realize that. Yeah. Um, but yes, all right. Uh, anything <laughs> else on this fight? Tozi says Modelo Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, yeah, this was the one where uh, post-fight, in the post-fight speech, that's when the fight broke out. And Torres was like, he's all, calm down, calm down. Tranquilo. <laughs> it was awesome. Tranquilo, dude. tranquilo. Yeah. That's awesome. He's all he's trying, trying to, to stop uh, the fight. Be the peacemaker. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, they already had a peacemaker out there just dropping dudes. <laughs> he's like, no, don't the worry, judge, this last dude. long. Yeah. The judge out there laying down the sentences. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. I think uh, we're going to cover uh, Haoni Barcelos versus Christian Quinones. Yeah. Uh, Barcelos, uh, a crafty veteran in this fight. <laughs> uh, crafty, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, first round, so so. Second round, banger. Barcelos rocks Christian. Christian rocks Barcelos. They're scrambling. They're taking each other down. They're grabbing the fence. Just kidding. That was just Barcelos. He's grabbing the fence like three times. Uh, Dude, tears... so blatant too. Like, yeah. like yanks the cage. That's, that's like probably how entire pulled his shoulder, dude. Oh Pull, my pulled his God. shoulder out, pulling on the fence. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. Um, just a complete disregard for the rules. But at the same time, uh, why not? Because nothing really comes yeah, from it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If, if <laughs> nothing comes from it, if there's going to be no accountability, yeah, what's going to stop people from doing it even more? Verbal warnings, dude. <laughs> With no consequences. Yeah. There was, and it wasn't even a harsh verbal warning. Yeah, it was It was crazy, dude. Those those fence guys were insane. And, and, and was... it's like they were close to each other, too, because there was the big one. Yeah. And there's the other one where then he did it with his other hand. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. We're just – they're just vet moves, dude. Veteran moves. You ain't cheating. You're not <laughs> trying. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this was uh, – the knee was um, was illegal, by the way. I've analyzed it. I've gone back. I've slowed it down. I've put in the man hours, the research. Uh, last week, we put liquid paper on the beat. <laughs> and it died. <laughs> and it died. Um, it was illegal. Uh, Dominic was like, but it hit the shoulder. It doesn't, so it doesn't, it's all irrelevant. It's like, well, Dom, it didn't. So, uh, but uh, Christian just got back up from it, complained to the ref, ate a big right hand, and then was like, all right, I guess I'll just keep fighting. <laughs> like, didn't affect him whatsoever. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I, but, I felt bad for uh, for Christian in this one. I'll be honest. Look, and then Christian Stoltz started turning it up, though, right? Uh, yeah. in, in this one, in the third round specifically, I felt like Quinones was starting to turn it on. And um, so you had Barcelos that was extending with that right. Yeah. But that reach, man. This is where the, the difference in reach really comes into play because Quinones was doing the same thing, extending, but snapping at the yeah. end. And you could really see Barcelos eating that shot. Yeah, he still had some pop on it. He'd do the exact same thing, but Barcelos would catch him right at the end of the swing and Quinones would just roll with it a little bit. And I was like, okay, like I, I think that Quinones has a shot to actually like finish him off right now yeah. as long as he continues catching him and snapping him. Um, but he did. Barcelos said, me too, though. I still have a shot also. Hey, Barcelos. shout out Tommy St. John saying Prestige Worldwide. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome, man. It was first so, somebody, somebody caught the reference. 
I'm yeah, glad. I'm glad. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, classic. Uh, Tosi says, Willie can get you a ref job if you want it. I don't know if I want that kind of responsibility, but Let's I do will it. text you after the show. Um, Just do but, it. Uh, one and done if need be. One and done if need be. Just ruin someone's life potentially and then. And be like, you know what? Didn't like it. It's, it's not for me, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, this this fight was it, the second round was very fun. It was a very cool second round. Um, feel bad for Christian because he looked like he was on the path, um, and uh, there was just a fence in the way. Um, but we can move on. <laughs> that's that's all I got for it. All right, uh, <laughs> we're gonna cover uh, Chidas versus Lacerda next. Yeah. So how many times did they try to make this fight now? I don't know. Um, so they were supposed to fight. Oh, so they fought right, and it was the that was the weird stoppage. submission. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, it was like the front choke right up against the fence. I think um, yep. they stopped it. Lacerda was like, "I wasn't even out yet," and um, so they're like, "What? We can't do that." Then they were supposed to fight in October. That was in September. They're supposed to fight in October. Lacerda pulled out for a, a medical uh, issue, and then they fought again tonight, where they both missed weight. Um, kind of crazy that they didn't just call each other up and say let's just do a catch weight catch weight that's exactly uh, what i was thinking I was like they made their own catch weight without actually agreeing to a catch weight fight yeah and and hilarious they wouldn't have lost money from it if they did that instead the commission is like i'll just go ahead and collect both your guys penalty uh but, but do you, i mean I, I don't think lacerdo or uh chidas would have wanted to call the other one and be like yo look i'm struggling yeah. with this weight cut right now true true because the, the other person might have not been you know yeah true uh, Blunderbuff says Hatley ruins lives all the time. No biggie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, Very true. But uh, yeah, so crazy fights. Uh, Lacerda has been a fucking. I don't know what the hell's going on with him. Um, it was a so fun, much fun to watch, though. Fun first couple. Well, every first round is. Uh, uh, very fun with Lacerda, and then he gasses out, and I was like, "Why are you with anybody out of the city?" Shoot the box, dude. Anybody had to yeah. shoot the box. Wild. That first round is always so much fun. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was cool. Uh, uh, Gansko says they didn't need to do this rematch. The dude baited the ref to stop the first fight where he drops his arm. Lacerda's is baffling, dude. He's an interesting character. Because he ends up getting the takedown. He's in his guard. And then he gets the, the arm around the back. Like he might be trying to do like a Sao Paulo pass or something like that. And then just stays there. <laughs> While China Reds throws up the triangle, switches to the omoplata, switches back to the triangle, all while Lacerda's just like, oh, we're just drilling chain submissions? Like, it literally looked like he was just allowing him to chain submissions. It was crazy. He just sat there. You know when you're in jiu-jitsu and then there's somebody that's usually like, yo, my shoulder's pretty bad. And then you're like, cool, let's just flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just flow. We don't have to go hard. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, like, Lacerda's like, can we just flow right now? Well... <laughs> Well, it's, it's like, sure, dude. Yeah. And it, it really seemed like they were drilling like, okay, guys, today we're drilling. Uh, you throw up the triangle. Uh, when they try <laughs> to defend the triangle, you switch to the omoplata. And then as soon as they defend the omoplata, you switch back to the triangle. And then you can sink it in. And then Lacerda's like, all right, cool. You you, you can go first. Uh, <laughs> I'll sit here while you do it. <laughs> oh, man. It was crazy, dude. And Chires yeah. gets the sub. Uh, also, shout out to Chires. I thought for sure you were gonna have a picture of him for his walkout in there. I don't know if if because uh, his walkout was fucking sick for a Mexico City walkout. Um, I'll pull that up. I, I, see, I don't even remember if I, if I saw it, but hey, I will give this uh, to Chidas. He did a pretty good, good job. 
of controlling Lacerda's head when yeah. Lacerda was in his guard too, right? So that I, I thought that was a pretty big part of of uh, leading to that triangle choke as well. True, yeah. I mean, his just is good, dude. If you watch that fight with uh, Tatsudo Tyra, like that's he gave him the fits, you know. Um, dude, look at this fucking picture. I'm gonna pull this up. Let right me now. see. I want to see it. By the way, if you are not watching on YouTube and just listening, I highly recommend watching on YouTube so you can see the pictures that we post in reference to what we're talking about. There's no, uh, I don't have a picture of the walkout, but I have a picture of what he was wearing for the walkout because the oh, UFC is that. like, that's ad space where we can show ESPN Plus ads even though you're already on ESPN Plus. Um, oh, dude, I thought about that last night too. By the way, as soon as we lost the Rosas fight, there was a few fights that finished in the first round. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's keep it moving. I think I sent you mm -hmm. that little, uh, the gift that dude was like, wrap <laughs> yeah. it up, Wrap B. it up, B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Classic. Uh, Somehow they still managed to keep me awake until midnight. Dude, showing me ads to try to sell me on ESPN Plus while I'm already on ESPN Plus is crazy. And not just once, but every single commercial. It's it's crazy. Uh, but here's uh, Chires. Come on. Oh, you walk dude, out in Mexico yeah. like that, dude? Fucking, you're not going to lose, dude. That's like fighting in front of your ex-girl, like Brian Ortega. He's hey, the both same power, dude. Both work, both dude. Work. Yeah. And that's where the uh, uh that's where the uh the picture of him and Marab <laughs> Marab's oh, got the hat on the new legendary fighter show and they're fucking both next to each other. He's all fucking Mexican Marab dude. Mexican Marab's the best Marab dude. All right. Yeah. We ready to move on? I think that was the last one for UFC Fight Night Mexico, right? I think that is the last one we're covering, so we'll so switch. We go to moment of silence. Moment of silence. I think there's only a couple. Oh. Moreno and Albazi. Albazi fell out, and then Raul Rosas and Tercios. Uh, Toasty's boy, Raul Rosas Jr. Yeah, that's his favorite fighter. Right. <laughs> and then uh, bonuses, monies. Who made extra monies? Who made extra monies? Torres got one for the uh, cool uh, Kimura to take down to choke. Got a bonus for that. Okay. Ortega got one for his comeback win over Yair and his well comeback deserved. in life. Dude, come on. You get 50K bonus, right? You win your fight. The first fight you've had in 19 months. Yeah. Uh, you're, you get back with your dying piece of a wife. Like, dude, Wait, 19 things... months? His last win was 2000. Oh, first fight in No, but yeah, yeah first fight in 19 months. Yeah. 2000. So he's in the up and up, man. He is in yeah. the up and up. Yep. Always up. Stock is rising. And then Zell Huber got one. Uh, oh, Prado and Zell Huber got fight of the night, which I think is deserved. That was a banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the good thing is, that the UFC will cover reconstructive surgery for Prado's face, so he yeah. gets to keep that 50K. Yeah, and he gets to continue looking like Drew Dober. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. That was it for UFC Fight Night Mexico. Uh, now we're going to cover just a little bit of the PFL versus Bellator uh, Champion of Champions uh, event that they held. I Look, say what you will about the organizations, but I respect the crossover, dude. I always respect well, the crossovers. Well, it's not really a crossover, right? It's the same. They're just now consolidating because they bought – Bellator, well, I but, guess you're right. Yeah, but it's still cool that they're doing this instead of just like, here's now we have both rosters now, and here's a fight. Um, so it was supposed to be champ versus champ all the way down. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the original card because it was fucking sick, dude. Um, so it was supposed to be Henan Fajeda versus Ryan Bader, heavyweight champ from PFL versus heavyweight champ from Bellator. Then the co-main was PFL champ Impa Kasangane versus 
Johnny Eblen, who everyone's like, he's the best. He's the best middleweight, maybe the best middleweight out there. But he's in Bellator, so nobody cares. It's like, oh, I don't know about that. Um, and then uh, Magomed, Magomed Karamov, PFL champ, was supposed to fight Jason Jackson. That's a banger fight. That's a UFC-level fight. That's a top-five fight right there. Um, and then Jesus Pinedo versus Patricio Pitbull was supposed to be on there also, champ versus champ. Mm. Would, would have been so good. And that would have been really good. Pinedo pulls out. Uh, they put in Braga against Pitbull, and then Braga pulls out, and they're like, no. And then Magomed pulls out, and they're like, I guess we'll find Ray Cooper, uh, who hasn't made weight in the past two fights. He just got smoked by Derek Brunson, and we'll, fi- we'll have him fight at catchweight against fucking Jackson, who's like a legit, in my opinion, a top top five welterweight in the world. Uh, and then uh, Impa Kasangane still fought Johnny. So it ended up being two champ versus champ fights, which still fun, but... Yeah, man. Genevieve saying uh, uh, we watched the prelims but opted out of paying fifty bucks for the pay per view. Well, you missed the best part. Uh, we'll just run through this really quick. Uh, yeah, the the best thing about the night was not even uh, fight related, but uh, Henan Fajeda versus uh, Ryan Bader. Um, they go out there. Uh, Fajeda, I think, has like an eighty-seven inch reach, uh, something crazy. Ryan Bader used to fight at light heavyweight. Uh, and then he nukes him immediately. 30 seconds in, drops him with that big right hand. Yeah, Rich, uh, if you want to go to the picture where uh, Ryan Bader is throwing a shot, I want to say he's throwing a left, and then the very next thing that's countered, boom, with oh that right? God, that's the fight. That's the fight. And there. that's the fight right there. Yeah. Uh, that uh, was it. Very cool gloves. Cool gloves. Bellator gloves versus PFL gloves. Got the gold on there. Way better than that's the red and blue gloves that Bellator usually does. Um, they just look kind of cheap to me. Um, but we're pressed for time, so we are going to breeze through this. Uh, Hannah Fajeda is going to fight uh, Francis Ngannou, or is he? I don't know. Uh, they say he will. Um, they give him the ridiculous champ, 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 champ belt, is whatever they called it, um, <laughs> that they were just giving out randomly because they were like, well, all the championship fights fell out, but we have all these belts, so I guess we'll just give them to whoever wins these fights. Uh, Nemkov got one, dude. even though he relinquished his light heavyweight belt, fought at heavyweight, and they're like, I guess you can have one. Uh, it wasn't even a title oh, fight. That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, that's so funny and then Impa Kasangane versus Johnny Eblen uh Impa versus I always really I always really liked Impa Kasangane um same a lot of USC fans mainly know him from the time that he got knocked out right yeah was it against uh, Joaquin Buckley yeah the big spinning back jumping spinning back kick knockout uh Eblen is supposed to be the best middleweight in the world outside of the UFC very underrated but people just don't know about him because he's in Bellator look I'm as much of an MMA hipster as all of them Eblin is not that guy. Uh, everyone thought he was going to smoke Impa. They were like, why is he even in there with them? Um, he basically won on control, whereas the second round Impa fucking rocked his shit uh, yep. bad. Uh, dropped him, was cracking him. I, I had Impa winning rounds one and two. Um, these were three-round fights because it's PFL and they don't know how to do uh, MMA fights. Um, but... <laughs> That's it for that. And then the best part was, uh, so Evelyn wins a decision, which it, it was, I had Impa winning, but it's not, it's not bad. Um, and then the best part is Sean O'Connell interviews John Jones because John Jones is there in Saudi Arabia and Francis is there and they're fucking, t- they're talking to John Jones and they're like, so John wants this picture, dude. Sean O'Connell's like, so John, you heard it here. John wants to fight Francis. Francis wants to fight John. PFL wants to do it. If only we knew what the hangup was or who was stopping this from happening. And Chael's like this fucking guy and John's fucking <laughs> laughing. Like, it's so funny, dude. 
go on the PFL's YouTube. They have a video of it. Uh, he, at one point, jo- John Jones says, uh, "Yeah, I want to fight. Beat, I think I beat Stipe. Then I think I beat Aspinall. And then if we fight, if I fought Ngannou, I think I beat him too." And it cuts to Francis sitting next to Mike Tyson. He goes, uh, "In your dreams, you're fucking fat." And it cuts away. <laughs> and, and Tyson just starts laughing, and they just yeah. give each other a little death. So funny. Oh, dude. It was beautiful, dude. <laughs> But yeah. it was so weird because they're like, so yeah, you want to come over here? You want to fight? It'd have to be something unprecedented, right? And John's like, I would do it. I, I, would, I, I think it's cool. And they're just yeah, like, the part where he's like, hopping this. No, but the, the, the part where he's like, and I want to make it very clear that yeah. PFL wants to make this happen. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, going dude, to hard this end, right now. At the end of the segment, Chael's like, you're a great promoter, dude. That's crazy that you just went for that. Like, <laughs> so funny, dude. <laughs> Because they're just like, I love you know, it. it's the UFC that's stopping this from happening. The, but he wouldn't like outright say it, but he got as close to that line as you possibly could. And it was so funny because John's just like. Awkward. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> More awkward. That was John Jones having to talk bad about his boss or Brian Ortega having to fight in front of his ex. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. That's John tough. Jones probably uh, doesn't feel as awkward about it after all those text messages from his manager trying to fuck him over. <laughs> <laughs> that's currently good point. Good yeah point. he's probably like yeah fuck it i wish i did what francis did <laughs> <laughs> all right man well, Instead, hey. I, I signed an eight fight deal for some reason <laughs> we covered ufc fight night mexico we covered kind of sort of pfl and bellator george i hope george was here for it because george yeah, like, when are we going to cover bellator and yeah. the answer is today it just took for them to uh fold and get bought out by someone <laughs> for us to cover them. but we covered it uh, in a little bit of an interview. So, hey, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Toasty, yeah. uh, is that Leilani, uh, Blunderbub, uh, Ganscow, real Genevieve. one. Yep. Uh, who else was joining us today? Tommy St. John making a special John, appearance, yeah. right? Uh, oh, can't uh, forget H.O.B. Comer. Oh, H.O.B. Comer. Anthony Ganscow. Dude, karate combat over UFC Mexico. That fucking... I don't know if anybody saw it, but I don't know if you watched it. I sent it to you. I know we got to go, but um, uh, Craig Jones, dude, the fucking triangle he set up off the wall. Insane. Clinching. He's clinching up against the wall. You know how they have the angled walls in karate yeah, combat. Yeah. He, he fucking throws me? his legs up. Yeah. I, he throws his legs up and he walks up the fence to set up the triangle, a standing triangle with the fence. It's fucking off. It's not a fence. It's a wall, but fucking amazing. All right. He's so good, dude. Uh, next week. find that. Next week, we got UFC Vegas 87. Uh, it's back at the Apex, I think. They got heavyweights in there because what are we doing? We got Rosenstruck versus Gazi. I mean, Shemit, like, okay. Uh, Petrino versus Tyson Pedro is actually a banger. That's a good fight. Uh, Alex Perez maybe makes it to the fight against Mikhaev. He's pulled out of like his last, like 10 of his last 12 fights. Uh, we got Umar Nurmagomedov back in it. Uh, Matt Chanel versus uh, Steve Ersegg is actually really fun, too. Not a bad card. But Ganskelt said that we had an out today. He said you could take the day off if you want because this Mexico card was uh, mid. We might take one next week. We'll see. Maybe. But we also have <laughs> one 166 ah, Qatar. Renner de Ritter versus Anatoly Malikin, two. Tang Kai versus Tan Lee, two. Jared Brooks versus Joshua Paschiao, two. We got Arjun Bular back in there somehow against Ali Akbari. I thought that was the last we saw of him. Eddie Zatau is back. Uh, what else we got? We got a bunch of last-minute fights of people I'd never heard of, but we got Yamakita. That's a good fight. That's a good fight to uh, start it off. Uh, it's a good card. Nice. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining <laughs> us. Uh, you know, uh, 
Again, the card might not be the most exciting, but always fun to hop on here and chat fights with y'all either way. Always. So I'm here for it. Uh, and in case everybody was wondering, this podcast right here is actually produced by Richard Bustos. No? No, Richard? Hey, perfect. I mean. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another week of Story of the Fight. <laughs>